Welcome back for another nerdy episode where books and drinking go hand in hand. And where foreshadowing and bizarre theories are all the buzz. Now get ready as we crack open and crack up over our new novels. I'm Aiden Galloway. I'm Bryn Plyler. And this is Sips and Subtext. The following podcast contains strong language, references to alcohol and sexual behavior, and books and characters we don't own. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So we're going jumping back in to A Tort of Thorns and Roses for episode five. How are you doing, Bryn? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a... A weird couple of days for me with this whole new title that I have. I feel like wedding planning is now a whole nother job in itself. My wedding planning is a whole nother job in itself. So it feels like I have four jobs right now. But, you know, we're we're making it through. It's like going to be okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. The skunk smell. Mm-hmm. So to be clear, this we normally record these like a week apart, but it's been only four or five days since we last recorded. The skunk smell on my dogs is still there, especially oh. my dog who sleeps mm-hmm. in the bed with me. It's fading so gradually. It's scary. It's I. It's almost at this point, I feel like it's just there forever now. Um, <laughs> You're getting used to it. Yes. Someday you'll be just, you know, like you'll be nose blind to skunk. That's maybe that's what why God gave this to me <laughs> so I can be nose blind to smell <laughs> from now on. But other than that, I um, reached a midpoint in my semester in my graduate uh, semester, so that is great. Finished a couple classes up other than finals, so yay! Yay! I don't know if y'all can hear my claps, but I clapped. No, they were the softest, sweetest claps. <laughs> that's that's about all going on on my front so moving into housekeeping we don't for as much housekeeping as we had last episode we have right yeah a lot less this episode <laughs> um our only real housekeeping is the drink of the episode so the drink of the episode is our take on a drink you probably all know from sets of the city or some other girl quote-unquote girl sitcom um it's a cos- cosmopolitan but we're causing, calling it the Cosmopolitamlin mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because <laughs> the name just fit. Yes. Um, so for those of you who don't know how Cosmopolitan is made or Cosmopolitamlin is made, it is base vodka, um, normally an ounce and a half. If you're, I made a double slash poured with my heart, so who knows what I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> but vodka, lime juice, cranberry juice, and... Uh, triple sec, which is orange liqueur. All uh, shaken normally. Um, if I had a shaker, I would have done that um, with or over ice. Same. That's on my registry. That's on my wedding registry if anyone wants to buy me a a mixer shaker, a drink shaker, whatever the word is for it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's called just a shaker. I don't know the correct name for it. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't either. I haven't but actually that, started that list, but it like I've written it down. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually started my registry, but it's on there. So, are you gonna be having things like bread maker and extra big crock pot things like that? Yeah, well, yes, you know my fiance is an avid soup lover, and so we need the biggest crock pot for soup. 
because he can eat it all in one sitting, no matter how I, big much of the I remember is. when we lived together and Alex would come to visit, I mm-hmm. would make soup in my pretty big pot, crop pot. It's probably medium size. Yeah. But I'd make potato soup in the winter. And if he wasn't there, it would take us all five days of eating every single day for it to be gone. Normally mm-hmm. we throw some of it. With him there, it was maybe two days. It, he didn't if eat all that. of it one day. Well... He would eat it while we were gone to classes. He would eat it while we were gone to classes. So it would it would disappear. It was it was his own magic trick. Yes. (laughs) Although he does he does that with most food. He Mm -hmm. he really got on your bad side whenever he ate all of the middle brownies. (laughs) I make a whole pan of brownies and I text them like, "Hey, you can have some, no problem." What does he only eat? The middle brownies, which we all know are the best brownies. (laughs) And I was like, "You could have chosen." any other brownie or at least just left me one and what were it it was like i had a brother for yes. once in my life it was it was an experience it was an out-of-body experience oh goodness i was uh, honestly i was worried that aiden wouldn't like alex anymore during that time period that that very brief um moment of what the hell where are the you ate all of the middle ones what are you doing oh uh, Goodness. And I didn't get any. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about that part. That makes it even worse. <laughs> worse slash better. Uh it's no, I still like Alex. He can never forget that. Right. Yeah. But I still like him. Yeah. That was a tangent, but that is our drink for that episode is a cosmopolitan. So if you want to have one, you've probably tried it before. But a little sets in the city book talk realness or book club realness with our Cosmopolitanlins. So, (laughs) Bryn, you want to move into the summary? Yeah. So this was for chapters 24 through 28. So we open up with the glamour is now gone and Vayer can see what everything really looks like. Alice looks totally different. She looks like tree bark or something. And all of the workers that she didn't know were there are now visible. Lucian then mocks her for how she's reacting to the glamour being gone. Um, Tamlin tells him to calm down. They talk about the blight again, and Tamlin refuses Fair's offer to help yet again. Then, you know, they go outside to the garden, and there's a head on a spike in the garden that was left as a present. And it just says from someone from the night court that is sending a message. Then they discuss Feyre's safety and whether or not Tamlin is like his family, you know, because his father and brothers kept slaves and they, he wants to make sure that Feyre doesn't feel like a slave. That's chapter 24. Chapter 25 is, you know, we've reached the summer solstice. So there's a big party and Feyre is actually invited this time. Feyre has gained enough weight to give her some curves. So according to Lucian, she looks positively fey in her dress for the party. She drinks a special fairy drink that gets her very, very drunk, and she starts to dance wildly. Tamlin then plays some music for her and then escorts her to a meadow. They kiss multiple times, and Feyre tells Tamlin... You know, that one time she told her father that there was no such thing as a better world, but now she believes that there is now that she's with Tamlin. And then we move on to the next one. At lunch, Lucian hints 
at them being gone from the party from so long, and then some sexual tension arises at the lunch table. Lucian then completely ruins that train of thought by bringing up that the blight is getting worse and that two dozen fey younglings from the winter court have been killed because of the blight. Then Tamlin senses someone's presence and orders Lucian to get in front of Feyre by the window and then he glamours her to be invisible to the newcomer. Then guess who it is is Resend and it's the same guy who saved her from the fairies in the woods and apparently it's the same guy who left the head in the garden. He's being very arrogant and kind of an asshole and to both Tamlin and Lucian, Lucian quips back at, at recent that he should just go back to being Amarantha's whore, back to her bed, all of that stuff. Then recent hints that Amarantha is preparing for something against Tamlin. And then, you know, some more back and forth that, um, you know, wasn't necessarily understood by Feyre because, you know, Lucian and Tamlin have kind of kept a lot of stuff from her. So I didn't put that in there. I'm sure it will come up later. But um, then Recent notices that there was a third table setting and then immediately removes the magic glamour that was used to conceal Feyre. And Lucian tries to protect her, but Recent moves him without any difficulty, then uses his power to try and control her for a minute and like gets inside her mind. And then Tamlin and Lucian literally have to beg on their hands and knees for Reese to both let her go and to possibly not tell Amarantha about her. Then Reeson leaves and that's the end of that chapter. That night, Tamlin comes to Feyre's bedroom and tells her that he's sending her home. She tries to convince him to let her stay. Then after some back and forth, they kiss and then they finally have sex. They go to sleep. They wake up in the middle of the night, have sex again. They When they go back to bed before Feyre falls asleep, she hears Tamlin say that he loves her. Into that chapter. The last chapter for this episode, Alice preps Feyre in a weird dress to go home in. Lucian comments on the dress, but also does not agree that Feyre should go. But Tamlin has made up his mind. He says that he loves her again as she's being taken away in the carriage. But Feyre can't seem to make herself say it back to him. Then Tamlin glamours her to sleep until she's back in the mortal mortal world at their new family home. Nesta and Elaine don't recognize her at first, but Nesta's face immediately becomes less friendly once she realizes who it is. Elaine is just as sweet as simple as always, takes her to see her dad, and there is a ball scheduled to be thrown in her honor. That's what we read. That's what we're working with. I have a lot to say, but I've been talking a while, so I'll let you start. Yes. So where do I want to start? Okay. Here's where I want to start mm-hmm. is with Alice. Because okay. one thing that we mentioned in Housekeeping last time is that uh, the world of Sarah J. Bass's tend to be very whitewashed. And I'm still going to stand by that because this is the first Dartstein character we've had. The first thing she does when she realized Alice was, this was out, she looked sans glamour, was mm-hmm. to say, this is not what a high fae looks like. Mm. that's bad for obvious reasons saying you can't be high fae if you're darker in skin color black whatever word you want to use there second of all the only black character is the maid which i think has obviously obvious implications on 
why that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yay for uh, diversity. That's always nice, but it should be done in proper ways. And I think there's a lot of stereotypes that Alice is playing into that um, are just stereotypes given to like placeholder characters given to the one uh, person of color that is in a book or movie that is being reused here. And I think that's a little bit, while I'm glad that there is someone who's not white here, (laughs) I think that still needs to be addressed. And this is not good diversity necessarily. As much as I love Alice, there's still uh, some problematic things for sure with her being this character in this way. Hopefully she doesn't just stay like the servant character and develops Mm -hmm. more beyond that. Like maybe becomes a badass, something awesome. Yeah. But I mean, I think that we've made it pretty clear on our feelings about Alice. She's been her favorite character since we met her. I mean, she really has, she's a great character. I don't think that, I mean, she hasn't exactly been a fully rounded character, but what, what we know of her, what we have seen of her, I really like, I don't like her position in the hierarchy of the book, I guess you would say, but I do like that she's there. And I do like that Feyre seems to treat her just like she treats everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think the relationship is a, an important one for Feyre as well. She's kind of the motherly figure in a way. I call I somewhere in the notes. Oh, she has sassy aunt's energy is the note I had. Um, <laughs> and I think that's good for Feyre to kind of have someone be like, no, you're coming to the summer solstice. You're coming. Yeah. Period. <laughs> like, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And she's just like, yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> um, it was just subtle things like that comment about being high fae or what the high fae should look like really once i realized that was alice and what was kind of happening because i was as confused as feyra right yes but there's just small imperfections in the possible great diversity that could be there Mm -hmm. that i think do still need to be addressed so that's where i want to start because that is kind of the first thing we're introduced to in chapter five just like who is this woman in my room what is going on yeah, page one of this section. Yeah, I thought that it was very interesting that, you know, she was glamored to look that differently. I also thought it was interesting that he felt that a lot of the fae, could it be seen the fairy? Yeah, a lot of his, I don't want to say servants because he has said that he isn't like his father and his father kept servants. And no, his father kept slaves. That's okay. Human yes. slaves. Okay. They all have had servants, fairy servants. Okay. So I guess I will say that. Like he he felt that a lot of them weren't worth being visible, and that bothers me. Yeah, I don't like that, but you know not there's... to be one to take up for a man in any situation. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think he was doing that in for Pharaoh in a certain sense because when we first met Feyre, if she had seen all these different, like, bud-like fairies and all these different service in every inch of the house, but- she would have lost her mind. She did not see the beauty of any of it, which is something I noted as how beautiful she was like, oh my gosh, these little plant fairies, the ones tending to the plants out in the garden that look like buds, their wings are so beautiful, I want to paint it. Mm-hmm. That would not have been her first reaction when she came into this this world with a much more closed off mindset. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can see that. I just, why couldn't he have just glamored all of them to look normal, not like bugs, you know, the way he did Alice? Mm -hmm. Why couldn't he have just glamored them to look differently and still allowed her to see them? Because she was constantly wondering, you know, how does this big, huge castle manor run with so few people here working in it? And, you know, I think that it would have been good for her to at least know that, you know, it wasn't just magic keeping the place up. There were actually people that were working. Mm -hmm. I think that that would have been good for her to see. And I also think it's interesting, the concept of who he chose, like you're saying, why didn't he just make them all look normal, who he chose to make normal and who not, because he's very specific, like talking about Lucian. He hasn't really talked, said this about Alice, that he doesn't believe in ranking or treating people as lesser because he is the high lord but obviously there is a ranking in his mind if he's choosing which fairy and which not fairy to make seen by this woman who he's attracted to pretty much from the moment she comes there Mm -hmm. so that just is totally hypocritical of him to say that um but maybe it also has something to do with the blight and the fact that it takes a lot more concentration to do so. Which makes me think like, what the heck did Reese do to get the, to get into the bed of the, we, the we mu- know what the, Reese did. I mean, we well, know what Reese did. Let's <laughs> be honest here. We, we I mean, know what he did. <laughs> yeah. But like, okay. So if she is the most powerful being in the Fae world, she could have her pick of men. Why is she only staying with Reese? Or is just is it that Reese can only be with her and she can be with multiple people? I don't know. We haven't gotten that far. I, it was just a thought, but I was just wondering. Oh, that's an interesting. Now I have a new theory about. So in the end, Reese leaves and it's just like, I hope you're ready to reconsider your off her offer, Tam. Like, what if her <gasps> thing is she wants a harem, a reverse harem of all these boys, all the high Ooh. lords, so she can be ultimate high. Lordess Empress? Maybe an Empress? Lady? I mean that's that's boring. Okay. L- Lordess. Lordess. <laughs> I think that's more fun. <laughs> okay. Empress. Um, I feel like she's more of the Empress type. We haven't met her yet. Or but just the High Queen. <gasps> high Queen, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find I mean we will eventually find out, I'm guessing. There's I three more so. four more books after this. They keep talking about let me meet the lady. And Sarah J. Mass, I will say, just from reading her other, but she likes to make women the bad guys. And I don't know how, like, I love a strong, powerful lady, sometimes who's evil, sometimes who's not. But if every single villain you have is, a like, a woman, like, the ultimate villain, mm-hmm. are you okay? Do you, do you need to, like, <laughs> get some, like, like internal misogyny checks in you? I, I don't know. It's just something I think about sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that both her heroine and her villain are female. Although maybe she's just trying to like flip the switch because up until now it's been majority male heroes, male villains. So maybe she's just trying to be like, well, you don't get this matchup very often. So all of my series are going to be from this perspective with this type of villain and hero- heroine matchup. Maybe. Maybe that's what she's going for. But at a certain extent, at what point are you not just reusing your own content? And then yeah, just, like, that's true. You've written this book already. Start a new one. 
<laughs> but I want to go back to your theory about Amarantha being the lady of the cauldron. Because mm-hmm. that's really interesting. How do you beat that? That's God. How do you beat God? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering. But then it begs the question of, did she start the blight? Or did the blight start on its own and she's just using it to her advantage? I think I'm willing to bet that somehow she's able to control the blight because no one would be that forceful with the amount of power that she has if she didn't know she had some kind of secret stocked away Mm -hmm. to protect herself from essentially is the fairy plague at this point. Yeah, But it almost feels like the fairy plague has a consciousness or something. Yeah. Where it's because it's, it's not attacking where Reese is from, and Reese is her mm-hmm. her plaything. Or I was not going to say that word, but yeah. So either did I she's say controlling it, in the it. Summary. Yes, I think I did. <laughs> I think think you did. Um, mm. So either she's controlling it, or she has something up her sleeves to help prevent it, keep mm-hmm. barriers up, wards up, right? Yeah, that are kind of starting to fall apart in Tamlin's world, his court. Mm-hmm. And that's why he had to send Feyre away. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe he is reconsidering her her thing because his his court is falling apart. You know, maybe he is reconsidering it and he didn't want Feyre to be there if he was going to become plaything for Amarantha as well. Like if if Amarantha can protect him and his court, he might be rethinking taking her up on her offer and not Maybe. wanting Feyre to be there. Well, we all know that Feyre is going to be the one to, she's the key uh, somehow. She, she has to yeah. be right. Or else why have we been following this woman for right, the past yeah. 24 chapters? Like mm-hmm. she has to be at some point, an actual protagonist in this story where yeah, she but has then a, if, if recent is supposed to be her next lover, I would think that that would make her the archenemy of Amarantha. So I would think that it would get worse. So who is going to change Feyre into a fairy so that she can actually protect herself against Amarantha? She's been a fairy all along. <gasps> well, speaking she- of being a fairy all along, that I don't know that for sure. By the way, I'm just saying things. Um, Nessa, I want to br- go back to Nesta eventually. We don't have to do it right now. But I think Nessa was not glamoured this whole time. I think mm. she's not just pissy because her fr- like her little sister's home and has all this right, money. Yeah. I think she's pissy because she, seeing her made her realize that things aren't adding up. Yeah. And she's breaking the glamour a lot faster than simple Elaine and the dad. Who You know, that makes sense because we've both talked about Nesta comes back in. And I, you know, unfortunately, you know, because social media is there, I have seen a picture of Nesta. As a fae. Mm-hmm. So when does that happen? There's also, something that- there. Either the fae are vampires and once the <laughs> a fae chooses a human lover, they can change them. Which yeah. there's a quote that Lucian says or someone says where it's like, you thought you, you might have gotten away with it. Talking about Ooh. his relationship with Feyre. Is that just because... Fae and humans together are taboo. Is that because she's part Fae and only they know and she hasn't realized it yet and that's mm-hmm. going to come out later? Mm-hmm. Is it because it's like vampires, they can change other humans into Fae and that's 
also a no-no? I don't know, but that piqued my interest. Because- Another question that came up for me during reading was, you know, if fairies are as strong as Tamlin, you know, Tamlin is very strong. Feyre mm-hmm. has made that perfectly clear. Is during their their lovemaking, is he holding back or is she just able to take it? Take it because she's part fae. Like I would think that a normal human would not be able to mate with a fairy as easily as they as she made it out to be in that one page. Um, he must have been holding back somewhat. Unless, I mean, we're assuming, of course. There was course, a lot that- of growling. I don't know. Maybe that was him holding his back claws, was the growling. His claws were also out. That's true. Were, there was a quote, like, his claws were out. They but ripped they were, her undies off. Yeah. Well, also, Shredded them. in the very, very um, intimate parts of uh, cunnilingus <laughs> <laughs> and actual sex, um, like penis and vagina sex, um, his claws were out as well, holding her hips. So oh, obviously, I, I, I mean, it's it's a question of how much of this is his natural state. Like, yeah. is he naturally more human in his like, this is how he was born, or is he more of that animal transformation? Mm. I think he's more human with some animal characteristics because he's not full human. So, like the claws, the growling, mm-hmm. the animal side is obviously there, but. I think that is just his regular form. But you're right. He is much stronger than the average human. So he had to be holding back somewhat. Yeah. To not yeah. literally break her back. Yeah. Split her in half. I don't know. I. This I was just, very cringy. For, this was really hard for me. I've got to be I honest. <laughs> I mean. Like I knew it was coming. But you? I expected. Like some of the visuals I guess were like interesting. Like. They were being artistic. It was almost poetic the way she describes things, mm-hmm. but it, that almost made it more awkward. I'm like, it's just like, it's just a thing. <laughs> like you're almost making it weirder by using pseudonyms for every single right. aspect yes, of yes. this. Yeah, I thought that too. But I also like, I went into this. I don't know if I want to say expecting more from the the sex scenes, but I was just like, that was barely over a page. I don't know oh, if yeah. it's just because they're trying to paint it as Tamlin's not as good as a lover as recent will be. Like, like um, Isaac didn't even get a page. Like, he didn't even get a sentence. He got a paragraph at best. And I went into this thinking that this was going to be a lot more of a sexy book than what mm-hmm. it has started out to be. Which I'm glad that it's not, you know, we've taken... 26 chapters to even get to sex i'm glad that they've known each and they've known each other for six months it's yeah it's not like they met hate each other and like a week later in bed together which i i do appreciate that i I agree there's been a lot of character growth and build up behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that we didn't all read in this book yeah no i totally totally am good with you know how it happened i just thought that it would be better of a read whenever it finally did happen i don't know i just it was weird it's uh, it's once again that weird like animal this is some weird kink stuff it almost feels like that i wasn't (laughs) fully prepared for going into it's not just sets it's like even if it's not because he's a fae or it's just supposed to accept it's going to be animalistic that's still like a kink thing and i wasn't ready for that that's not really what i 
was expecting. I, yeah. I'll read it, but I'm not like hot and heavy afterwards. I'm just like, yeah, no, I she used a lot yeah. of words like feasting and yes. growling and purring. And I, I was really into. The amount of times that growling was used in that one page made me uncomfortable. Like, I was like, why is he growling so much? That would off put me. Like, I would Can't- not be into that. Let men moan 2021. Like, why can't you just, like, moan instead of being the, like, ferocious? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, make that the sound best, right there. That one. It's not the best <laughs> sex scene I've ever read in my life. Yeah. I will say that. No, it but. It felt like fairy fan fiction and not even, like, the five star kind. Just, like, maybe a good four. Maybe a good four. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm I'm interested to to see if I'm actually right in in my my theory of how the lovers progress because Isaac didn't even get a sentence like of like we we learn about his lovemaking, but we don't actually get to be there in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then so like he doesn't even get a sentence. Tamlin gets a page a little over. So I'm wondering if it is going to progress more in like her compatibility with the person as well as their experience and description ability. So you're saying whenever be it this book or a later book, mm-hmm. she has sets with Reese. You're expecting like full details of so, his penis. Okay, so before we started reading this book, I heard about chapter 55 of A Court of, of Mist the- and Fury. Oh. No, because this one doesn't even go to 55. I'm pretty sure it's Mist and Fury. Apparently, that one is like what makes everybody hot and heavy blush all colors of crimson. And like, I, 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 want, I want to know how we get from this to that. I hope that there is some build up to that i don't want her to go straight from you know this one pager to an entire chapter but you know i guess we'll find out i wonder one of the things that i thought of maybe is that maybe she was trying to frame these but this first book as closer to teen and young adult than just pure young adult and that's why it was a little bit more vague like uh, we all knew what was happening or we both, I should say, for I don't know if you guys have read it along with us or not. Hopefully you have. But we very much knew what was going on, but it was vague enough where it's not where I don't know. Like if my mom read this, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is like the most dirty thing alive. But it, it was also very much <laughs> lacking a lot of description it could have had if it was a pure young adult fit, work of fiction. I think mm-hmm. That's true. All right, let's move on from the sex. Let's talk about something different. I want to talk about the first time we met recent versus now, because I was flabbergasted at the the total different this portrayal. Is how men act when they're trying to impress a girl versus yeah. when they are just with their homies. Yeah. Their homies now. Tammy Boy and Reese are homies. <laughs> 2K21. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I But I was just like, oh, my gosh. He was my, number one in, on my character list last week. And I hate this person right now. 
but it's a whole no- it's another roller coaster. I don't know. I just I was disappointed in how he went from from one chapter to this the earlier chapter to this one. But I mean, I guess you know she has to paint him as like the bad guy for now so that Tamlin still seems like the the love interest before he has his comeback and the love interest changes. I Sorry, I know say, we're we're ruining this for anybody who has not read this, but or oh well. has not been on the internet for the yeah. past like five years yeah. around this book. But I mean, yes, what he did and said was horrible. Obviously, like who did he kill? Inter- I want to know who he killed. Who's the a head? Ran- a random fae. It does not matter. Like it matters in the fact that it traumatized people, but like it does not matter as if that was an important character to the plot. Well, I mean, yeah, I know that, but like, I think that still matters. That person probably had a family. Am I just showing my? <laughs> I've read a lot of horror and thrillers. Like, I that does not bother me at all. I'm just like, yeah, that's a person. I'm sorry, <laughs> but here's the thing. What's the thing? I asked for enemies to lovers. That's true. And I am getting it. You're getting it now. And I also find it very interesting. It's she says at least three, if not four times in the section with Reese before and after he finds her. I will never paint him. I'm glad I never painted him. Oh, I definitely will never paint him. He's so awful. Like, you're protesting a little bit too much, sweetie. Like, you love to paint. Even dark things. Like, you painted the Ator. Everything was dark. All of her paintings were dark. Do you remember that? Whenever he, she actually showed them to Tamlin, and he was like, the one that, the only one that has color is the one of you and Isaac in the barn. Yeah, so, like, it it amazes me that she doesn't want to paint him either. I understand why she didn't want to. Oh, it doesn't amaze me. I'm just like, you're protesting a little too much, because... Uh, obviously you do he's the most beautiful man you've ever seen like come let's calm down well, a little bit okay. like he's being evil yeah. so the reason that she first didn't want to paint him was because she didn't want tamlin to find her painting of him because he was the most beautiful man she'd ever seen mm-hmm. then after her second meeting with him she didn't want to paint him because he's not the nice guy who saved her from three guys in the woods he's now changed into this very messenger arrogant, boy yeah arrogant asshole son of a amarantha's man and (laughs) why why do you not like the word whore (laughs) i don't know anyway okay so now she doesn't want to paint him because she's scared of him Mm -hmm. and which it's it's fair anyone who could reach into my mind like that that's my worst fear yes is someone just being able to read my mind yes Delete. Him telling him telling control all yeah. delete. No, but like even even him saying out loud, you know, you know, she wants to know what it feels like to have you between her legs, Tamlin. Like that is horrifying. Like I would not want to come out of my room for years after that. Like and I, that's so much more powerful than any other Faye we've seen, even more true. than Tamlin. That's true. I don't know if that's just maybe the Night Court has different powers, but I'm more leaning towards it's because the Blight being able to take some power away. True. But we don't know if Tamlin can even do that because he doesn't want to be mean. Like, he want, he doesn't mm. want to be like his, his dad and his brothers, so maybe he doesn't do that. He probably can, but maybe he doesn't because he doesn't, A, want to scare her, or B, be like his father. 
So if Re then that's saying Reese has all of Tamlin's power. Tamlin cannot teleport. I'm I will strongly say that I do not think he can teleport or so without Sans Blight, maybe with the Blight. I don't think so. Okay. But Reese can therefore transform by that logic. So what is Reese's animal? I think he has wings. Oh, he has wings. Like they've described him. Angel? He has I, wings? Yeah. When? Are you thinking of the Ator? Because he's not the Ator. No. I'm pretty sure that he has like solid black wings. Because like whenever the she described him, she was like, you know, his raven. That was his hair. Was it? His, ha his hair was raven. I thought he had wings. Are you thinking this is a description from when he saved her or from this, this section? Because I will find it. I will look. Um... I'm not sure where I think I see it. So he is described. In when does he first? When he first comes into the room at the lunch, what is he described as? So his short black hair gleams like raven feathers, and then when he comes in at the lunch, he is described. Oh my gosh. He with steps that were too graceful, too feline. He approached the dinner table and stopped a few. He was in fine, rich clothing, clothed in tendrils of the night, an empty tunic brocaded with gold and silver, dark pants, and black boots that went to his knees. Hmm. I don't know where I got the wings from then. But I like the idea if his um, animal form is some bird. Yeah. Maybe it's like a wolf with bird wings or something. I don't know. I don't think a he's very wolf, wolf with bird wings. He's not wolfish. Feline? He's described as feline. A cat with wings? Chimera, lion with wings, or just a bird, I guess, a raven, a big old raven. Maybe like a angel, a sphinx. No, a hippogriff. No, that's not sphinx. Sphinx are cats with wings sometimes. Maybe. Okay. Well, we'll move on. We're, I'm sure we'll find out. I know the sphinx his... in Harry Potter. The answer to its riddle was spy, spider, spider. It yeah, it was spider. spider. So, what did we like about this section? <laughs> Nothing. Is that the I answer? Don't... I don't think I liked anything. I liked um, Lucian. I mean, he was the best Lucian. part of this whole thing. Trying to keep her straight at the at the um, <laughs> the uh, the summer solstice party. He really tried. He did. He did try to tell her I, not to drink it. We need to find that recipe. That I agree. That sounds like so much. That sounds like what people who have done a lot of. Oh, what's the drink that makes you see fairies? It's illegal in America because it's almost slightly I was going to say, I have no idea. Okay. Oh, why can neither of us remember anything this episode? I have no idea. It's okay. I mean, I am like almost done with my co with my first Cosmo, sort of-ish. That might be why. Um, yeah. I can feel it. Um, yeah, I didn't like... Absent. It's absent. Okay. Because they I've say when you drink absinthe, it's it's a lower alcohol con content, I think. But it for some reason, a lot of people hallucinate when they're on it. Hmm. Maybe it's something to do with that. It's called the Green Fairy as its nickname. So, well, I don't think I really liked anything. Like I thought that they were intriguing chapters. I wanted to keep reading, but mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think I liked anything. You know, I didn't like the the glamour being taken away. I didn't. Like, because it 
just made her confused and a little like she was a little scared in my opinion by mm -hmm. everything just all of a sudden being there and then you know the spike in the head on a spike in the garden that was just gross then i mean the the summer solstice party was fun i guess that that's the only part that i really that made me cringe a lot really Especially when, when, when he was like, dancing i cringed oh hard. and and then she starts dancing for tamlin i i she has never learned to dance. This was the most like just shaking your body. Like, yeah. It was very much like, oh, and he, he's just playing his little fiddle for it's just very, I thought when they went off to the woods together that he was doing they were going to do more than just kiss. Yeah. And I was going to be so I was angry worried. because yeah, because she had, I, she was not like yeah, she was not a, aware of anything. I think she was coming down from it by the time they kissed, but I don't think that she was completely aware of everything that was going on. And I would, I mean, every time I, I would have not want to. <laughs> I would have been so upset if he had done that. Yeah, every time that they have gotten close to doing stuff, I have really not wanted it to happen because. Either she was not ready or like it was just I, anyway, Tamlin has been very good and has not pursued it other than biting her on the neck or kissing her here. But like he hasn't pursued more than that until she was completely sober and like she made the first move in her bedroom. Granted, he came to her bedroom, but still, which is fair. I understand why he's doing it, but also I'm like, I, it's not that I think she could do anything right now as what we know she knows to actually like she can shoot a bow and arrow i don't think that will matter to amarantha mm -hmm. at this point yeah because tamlin destroyed her ash arrow whenever he came to take her the first time yeah. around he destroyed yeah. the ash arrow so they're basically what does she got weaponless. at this point we know nothing yeah she, she doesn't at, for everything the characters currently know about her it is the smart decision for someone that he loves for her to leave but okay okay something else i want to say is that he said that he took on the burden of the treaty for her so you know like he took on all of the obligations of the treaty in order for her to go back does that not weaken him does that not weaken him from being able to protect her i don't know that that's true I think that's some BS that he said to get her to leave. Okay. Because his she can still technically belong to him or be have a life oath to him and be with her parents, I think. Her life can still belong to him under the treaty and her not necessarily live with him. If he orders her to go there, then isn't she just following orders due to the life oath? That's true. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was weak in him. I don't know at that point who that oath is to if he takes it on because that's just an oath to himself. How much that could that really weaken somebody? Mm -hmm. He just has to what, live with himself now. He's not going to kill himself. He's not going to commit, commit can suicide. He? Suicide? Can he commit suicide? Like can an immortal fairy actually do that? They must. They, they can die. They Being can, immortal doesn't mean in impenetrable or unable to be I don't know they must die somehow obviously the younglings die yeah obviously Lucian's mate almost mate commoner yeah. girl and the, the guy with the wings died but I thought it was like because you're immortal 
the only thing that can really kill you is like an outside force. I don't think that you can kill yourself. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think that people who did live forever would be like, well, this is just stupid. Why don't we all just... Because no one I don't truly know. wants to live forever. Like, in all Maybe honesty, an after ash a couple arrow? hundred years, after a couple hundred years, you're just like, this is, I'm just reliving my life constantly. I'm thinking if it's something that's not just like a regular sword or shield, not shield, knife, but something that they very much are very weak to, like ash, if he snapped himself with ash in a uh, vital location. Yeah. That probably would be effective. Okay. I hope we never have to learn the answer. To these yeah, questions. that's true. That's very true. <laughs> but I like the hip- the hypothetical and the like brain brain rot. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just theorizing here. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Did you like any of it? No, it really brought out my cringe a lot. It, I felt like I I felt like flashbacks to high school reading bad fan fiction. I'm gonna be honest, it's not the best writing I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Especially the sex scene was not it. <laughs> the Willowist was cool. That was the one thing I liked. The Willowist singing was something that I believe is straight from Irish folklore and the Fae. That was really cool to me to bring that in. Were they? just reduced to little fires that sing yes did i still like it yeah that, that's what i liked and then like every once in a while favor would have a flashback of her and tamlin and lucian it was just like being dumb and i'm like oh yeah i like that like the the three musketeers or yeah i think lucian has i think lucian has truly over the six months, he may not have totally forgiven her, but I think that they have established a friendship, and I think that mm-hmm. he doesn't want to see her go. Like he, oh, he definitely doesn't. Yeah, he his he reaction when he's just he was so pissed off when she had to leave when Tamlin yeah. was making her leave. I he honestly spit at Tamlin. I know. I think that it was very very telling whenever Lucian actively tried to protect her from Reese. Like I was like, wow he's grown look at him like i love his character even more now because he actively tried to protect her he spit at reese he spit at tamlin all for not doing what is best for Feyre. and i was like i like you a whole lot more now he's a, he's my number one like if we're, if we're gonna go ahead and get into to character listings now lucian's number one do you just want to start? We can sure. just go into that now. Sure. And I don't know. If I start at the bottom again, I are we including the sisters? I, I mean, they're barely there. To. Okay. They did speak. We have been doing speaking part. They both spoke. I know. We have to include oh, them because okay. they I both you said spoke. They didn't. Sorry. The father, we don't necessarily have to include because he true. just said, ball. Let's have a ball. Which is what Pharaoh likes, you know? Oh, yeah, balls. definitely. She's all That's about what she the wants. balls. This is definitely about her, not them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Elaine and Nesta are at the bottom. Um, I'm not going to put one higher than the other just because, like, they barely had any time at all in this chapter. Mm-hmm. So um, they're barely relevant as far as where they are in this ranking. Uh I think recent is probably 
right above them just because he plummeted from my favorite character from last episode to wow he is a jackass okay um yeah right above him is tamlin because i don't agree with tamlin's motives for making her leave like i get that it's that he's trying to protect her but i don't think that that's honey like do you know how easy they first of all they go kill her yeah like that's not the woman i met yeah well she's probably from around here yeah you can make up make up a name it's so easy yeah like i have a name that i um I don't know, created for myself if I was to like try and get away from a guy in a bar and he really wanted mm-hmm. my name and number. Mm-hmm. I have a name that I was get that I would give that guy. So I would probably say that name because I don't know anybody of this of this name. Um and it's not gonna lead them back to me. So mm-hmm. cause it's not like something that I put out there to very many people. <laughs> Yeah. So now share it on the podcast. I'm not saying the name. I know, I know. I'm just joking. Okay, so Resand and then above him is, is Tamlin. Tamlin. Then above Tamlin is probably Feyre. Um, she's, you know, she's growing in her likability for me. Um, but I still don't think she edges out Lucian or Alice because then above, above Feyre is Alice and then Lucian. For all of the reasons that we've previously stated. I don't think I can disagree. I think if I was done, if you put a gun to my head and told me you have to rate the sisters, I think Elaine would be a little bit ahead of Nesta. Just Nesta was being so pouty and moody. Like you can't even act like you're ha- sisters, like you're happy your sister's home. Like, yeah, just a smile. Uh, a, a twinge of the lips upward. Right, yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, at least then, pretend that you valued me at all. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Then recent, probably. Tamlin and Pharaoh are pretty close to me. I think Tamlin was dumber this episode, so he's lower. Then Pharaoh, Alice. Al- the problems I have with Alice have all to do with the... Uh, poorness and I think the writing and some of the um the things that could have been done better and just the diversification not anything to do with the character right like I really enjoy her as a character Mm -hmm. um and then obviously my main man Lucian at the top Mm -hmm. which when she had he left turned his glamour off and let her see him fully uh (laughs) let's just uh amazing chef's kiss oh, such an attractive man i don't care about your eye i don't care <laughs> honestly though like that makes him intriguing i like the eye like i think that's that a that's... conversation starter right i've ever heard one yes okay that's how i i meet men i walk up to them and i ask about their worst scar yes absolutely. <laughs> could you uh that would be a mess don't do that everyone that's not nice as far as like, do you have a favorite quote? Did you actually write one down? Because I forgot that this one and I don't think I actually. I have some one. marked. I will just choose one. Oh, oh no, I, I think have I did. one. Okay, go ahead. Let's see if it's the same one. So when Lucian's giving them crap after they come home, did we choose the same one? It's, mine's a Lucian com- line, but I don't think it's the same one. Okay. After they come back from the Willowist, they were out really late after the party. Uh huh. 
Oh, no, this was after this was in the first chapter when the, she fell asleep in the Glen and they came back home. He said, if I offer you the moon on a string, will you give me a kiss? Yes, too? I loved that line. I was like, oh, look at you. <laughs> and then Taylor said, don't be an ass. Yes. <laughs> like a soft snarl. But Lucian continued laughing. It was still laughing when he left the room. Yep. 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 That was one of my favorite lines. Definitely. But again, you go for the like the funnier most of the time more sarcastic lines, which I think that he was definitely being mm -hmm. a little sarcastic, facetious, something there. A little shithead. Yeah. And I went for something a little bit more personal, a little bit more heartfelt. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's right before they go to the summer solstice party and she comes down in her new dress that, you know, her new curves definitely show off. And Lucian then says, cauldron boil me. She looks positively fey. And I was like, oh, look at there. Like, I I don't know. I just really liked that because it made it seem like he was finally coming around on her. Like, that was the first mm -hmm. actual sign, like verbal sign that he is actually coming around on her and like seeing her as a friend or, you know, a potential ally, at least mm -hmm. an ally. Yeah. I would say at this point, I think he would consider them. I don't think he ever verbally commit, like, say it, but I think he would consider her a friend and she would consider him a friend. I, I think both of them are too stubborn and too, like, in their own heads right, yeah. to ever, like, say that thing. Yeah. But I, in their own ways, I think they're definitely friends. Yeah, I can agree to that. Okay, so do you have a question? I didn't come up with a question. I can come up with one on the spot. You want me to improv? Improv a question? <laughs> Should guys moan more in bed? No. Um, what? We suck it, at improv. Oh my goodness. What is one outfit that you would wear that you think Lucian would say they Ooh. look positively fey? Ooh. I have no idea. Um, I don't have good clothes. Okay. Honestly, I know what yours is. Are you kidding me? Yours is the dress with the pants. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Yes. Okay, so my senior prom dress, which I also wore to a couple of sorority things for us, is, oh my God, it's gorgeous. I also wore it in a pageant, and I won that pageant, which I think my dress actually won that pageant for me. Um, it's a great dress. It's a beautiful dress. I would wear it all the time like when when alex has a military ball that we're invited to that's the first dress that i am wearing because it is definitely a female power move type dress and i love it so it's pants with a full ball gown skirt around it but like you can still see the pants mm -hmm. and it's completely like it's majority black with red bling on the top and um yeah, I love it. I honestly, like, I might, well, no, never mind. What's yours? I think mine is one of my many, I don't want to call them pantsuits, but uh, not rompers. What is it called when it's rompers but pants? Jumpsuits? It's jumpsuits. One of my many jumpsuits. Um, probably, I have this really pretty blue one. This episode, we're just going to post pictures of clothes, and you That's guys have I to guess what we're talking about. I think that would be what I would choose. Just one of my good old navy jumpsuits, a little bit of cleavage, but mostly just like slick and easy to like walk and move around in. So if right. I want to dance, I want to, if 
finding a runaway I can, I guess. But that's what I would choose. Yeah. So what is our listeners, all of you listeners, however many we have at this point, what are your positively fey outfits? And take this as seriously or not seriously as you want to. Yeah. Obviously, we're not just talking to women here. We're talking to anyone on the gender spectrum. Mm-hmm. Just what outfit do you think makes you look positively fey? Yes. Or what if makes you, wanna... you feel comfortable? What makes you what, feel sexy? Attractive? What makes you feel whatever. like you can boil a cauldron? Yes. Let's tell us and on our, on our social media. And yeah. I just want to know. I, I just yeah. want to know. That's a great impromptu question. I love that. My last one was also an impromptu question, and you didn't even realize. Oh, well, good one. for you. I'm going to finish off time. this um, this Cosmo, this Cosmopolitan one. So I think that this was, this was great. So let's finish off with the cheers. Cheers, Aiden. Right. Cheers. For more information and updates, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sips and Subtext. If you like what you're listening to, make sure you subscribe and follow us. And if you're feeling extra nerdy, give us a buzzed-worthy review.